Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox, back for another episode. Today, we're going to look at KPIs around employee employment, excuse me, employee engagement. And I have Philip Winterburn, the co-founder and chief product officer at Conversant. First, a word from our sponsor, Conversant, about Converge 18. As you know, the last year has publicly brought ethics to the center of business reputations worldwide. With the acceleration of the speak-up culture and organizational accountability that social media is enabling and amplifying, companies need to incorporate integrity into every level of their organization. Converge 18 is helping organizations to do just that by addressing ethical transformations head-on. This event will be held in Denver, Colorado on from October 8th through 10th. At it, you will be able to network with 300 of your peers, including C-suite executives, legal professionals, HR leaders, and ethics and compliance visionaries. Gain insights from 35 speakers, including such prominent speakers as Wei Chen, Steph Vogel, the NBA's Deputy Chief Compliance Officer, and Carol Switzer, President of OSEC. You will bring home actionable takeaways to your compliance program from a variety of sessions, including two keynotes, five general sessions, 12 based roundtables, and 18 interactive breakout sessions for you. You can get more information on Converge 18 at Conversant's website, conversant.com. Listeners to this podcast will receive a 50% discount to the event. Use the discount code TOMFOXVIP. That's all caps, TOMFOXVIP. Philip, thank you for taking the time to visit with me today. Thank you, Tom. Looking forward to it. Philip, what are you seeing in terms of key performance indicators that a compliance professional or other corporate officer should look at around employee engagement? So we can bring some interesting analysis around uh, benchmarks. Um, when you look at purely on the helpline side, um, how do you drive employee engagement with the helpline? How do you get a higher level of reporting um, within that uh, space? Because obviously the more things you hear about, um, the less likely you are to get bitten by them. And then uh, within that, how are you building a trust culture and um, ensuring that you're promoting the helpline and getting employees engaged with it going forward? So what, uh, what are you seeing in uh, report rates, for example? So, uh, yeah, we're seeing a median rate um, on our system, people using the conversion platform, is around about 2.2% uh, at the moment, as opposed to, I think, what you see in generally published benchmark metrics of 1.4. And that's, that's, that's about a 57% increase in reports coming in, which, you know, which we think is absolutely fascinating. Obviously, it's highly important to get as much information coming into the organization as possible. The other related piece of information that we think is incredibly valuable is something we're calling the needle index. It's, you know, as you look for the needle in the haystack, what are the important cases coming in through all these channels that you really need to jump on? And when we did the analysis of uh, the types of cases that we're seeing, we're looking at about a 34% of the cases that come in are those highly critical types of cases that you want to have immediate attention on, whether they're sort of harassment, bribery, corruption, embezzlement, fraud, so on. Um, so you combine those two indexes, and you can see that if you, if you use the right platform, use the right processes, and really engage your employees in it, you're going to start to um, get the benefit of being able to identify almost 20% more um, highly severe cases than you would if you weren't doing those those activities. 
So, Philip, does a high report rate also uh, point to other positive aspects, such as a, a greater level of employee trust uh, beyond even simple engagement? Absolutely. I think that's, that's the trust side of it. The other thing that's very important, I think, to measure on that is the anonymity rate. So, as you look at how employees are uh, choosing to report in, and one of the things we, we pride ourselves on is the variety of um, intake channels that we offer. So whether it is coming through someone phoning into a call center, going to the web, um, using SMS, you know, walking through a front into an open door um, and having the conversation, all of those vehicles provide some level of protection for anonymity. But um, what you tend to see, I think, in a healthy culture is people choosing actually to use more of the a proxy open door type conversation because they want to go talk to somebody, but also even on the other channels, seeing lower anonymity rates. And so that's something we're noticing on our platform is people are um, more likely to disclose who they are. And we get to that through a variety of means. I mean, there, there's a, a feedback loop process. So as you, as you register your report, we actually offer the way to get feedback and remain anonymous. Um, so you can be part of a dialogue, and that often means that once you create that dialogue, people then disclose who they are subsequently and, and opens that up, um, but really driving that um, sort of open disclosure mindset. That really helps with the engagement and the perception of organizational justice, um, which we can talk about in a minute around case, case of closure rates and so on. So, and that really leads to the next point that I wanted to ask you about, or uh KPI, which is case closure. Simply closing a case is not give you the whole picture because it also means of uh, your investigation and uh, and then after closure and anti-retaliation. So I'd really like you to speak to what what you think case closure means and why it's so important. Yeah, absolutely. I think so. First of all, you're absolutely right. Um, the, the case may be closed, but the the compliance and ethics function goes on, right? The, the, the ongoing retaliation checks and, and whistleblower protection that you need to have in place. But when you look at just the the, the speed and time it takes to get a, co- a case investigated and closed out is absolutely fundamentally important because if cases drag on, the reporters and the rest of the organization that hear about these things start to lose faith in the process. Um, what they want to see is that swift action uh, taken by the organization to address their concerns. So what we're seeing you know, within the conversion platform is our, our clients are closing their cases in about half the time than what you're seeing in other benchmarks. And so that, that time saving is not just a cost saving, which is phenomenal obviously for the organization, um, but it's also giving that immediate awareness um, that the organization takes these reports seriously and that they do act and, and they come to closure quickly. So um, the, really the, the last point on case closure, and you, and you did touch upon it, is the uh, retaliation rate. And it's also something that I think really uh, leads to uh, greater or even lesser employee trust. But are you seeing anything on that KPI? Yes, there, there's several. It's, it's interesting. And, and retaliation is such a, a difficult thing. I mean, there's the overt retaliation, which you hear about. But the what's, I think, far more nefarious is when you see there's this sort of subversive retaliation and uh, speaking to some clients, um, what we've been talking about, looking at really understanding that community of, of whistleblowers that you have and looking at their career progression after that event. So 
very easily go, track, go track and address the overt retaliation. But an example would be look at salary progression as an average for your whistleblowers as compared to their peers uh, over the course of the ensuing months and years that come after that. And uh, the organizations we've spoken to that have, have done that have been horrified by the results because they find that there is this subtle retaliation that may not even be conscious. It may just be a subconscious effect, but there is retaliation going on in these organizations that up to that point have thought they were clean. Philip, I guess the thing that has impressed me the most about the number of KPIs you've listed really speaks to a much broader culture within a company, uh, simply beyond even the specific data points you've given us. So, for instance, you spoke about the employee voice where they have the ability to report a case, but even within simply reporting a case and your reporting rates, it's how you report it. So you're able to track really how how much the not only they're engaged, but how much they trust uh, the process and they trust that process really throughout that process, not only past case closure, but also in the way they'll be treated uh, down the road uh, from no retaliation. Absolutely. Absolutely right, Tom. And, you know, culture is such a huge part of this. Um, when you start getting into, at the end of the day, the, the people stepping forward and making a report the emotional state they're in, we often lose sight of this when we just talk about metrics, is these are human beings who have probably been chewing on this problem for days, if not weeks, before they've got the courage to actually step forward. And so ensuring that you have the right sort of psychological blanket to wrap around them to make that process as comfortable and as welcoming as possible so they do come forward, so they do open up, and so they do share the full story as quickly as possible is absolutely essential. And it's very easy to lose sight of the human element in all of this. And, you know, there's, there's many lessons in behavioral science about the little things you can do to help nudge people and encourage them to move in the right direction. And bringing some of those concepts to bear, I think, is absolutely key. But that's a whole another conversation maybe for another day. Well, Philip, uh Unfortunately, we're near the end of our time, but I wanted to thank you. I've been visiting with Philip Winterburn, the co-founder and chief product officer at Conversant. We've been talking about some of the specific KPIs you can use to measure, benchmark, and test, frankly, your employee engagement. Philip, I wanted to thank you again. Tom, thank you very much. We enjoyed it. Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. And I hope that you will join me at Converge 18. We're going to have more discussions about KPIs. I'm leading a session on this. Once again, you can get a up to 50% discount uh, to Converge 18 by using the code TOMFOXVIP. That's T-O-M-F-O-X-V-I-P. Thanks again for listening, and I hope you'll join me again. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.